When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Art Beauty Podcast, where we tell the real truth about the fake shit. I'm Amber, and today my fabulous co-host is Amanda McIntosh. She is the founder of Take My Face Off and the creator of the non-toxic and reusable MIDI. Welcome to the show, Amanda. So good to have you here. So fantastic to be here. And so fun to be thought of as a co-host. Thank you so much. Oh, I mean, well, hello. I'm not doing this alone today. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, we're, so I, I mentioned before, people are at the top are like, what the heck is the MIDI? We are going to be talking about this later in the show. This is the incredible, um, I'm going to almost call it a beauty tool, but it's like the most um the most wonderful washcloth you will ever need and or use again. So we will be talking about that more a little bit later, but I wanted to talk to you because we are now um, in April. Hallelujah. Every time I get to April, I say we've mm-hmm. made it because I'm in the, by the way, where are you? Where are you looking? Oh, I'm in Los Angeles. Oh, so, you, so it doesn't really matter to you. I'm in New York city. So by the time we get to April, I'm like, we've made it. The winter yeah. is over. And of course, everybody's like, well, you know, we're going to get one day in April. I'm like, no, 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 I, I don't care. <laughs> mentally, I can deal with a day here or there. But mentally, we have. I made- went to school in Rochester. I completely understand. Oh, it was Jesus. It was, OK, it was a yeah. dark time in my life. Literally a dark time in my life. <sighs> That's the worst. I mean, when it starts getting lighter and lighter, it's like a different person. So. Mm-hmm. Here we are. Hallelujah, April. Um, and for people who don't know, at the end of this month, we have Earth Day. Ah. But, you know, especially in the beauty community, so much focus uh, recently has gone into sustainability to, you know, companies that really are making sure that we are protecting our Mother Earth. And so I thought, why do we have to wait till the end of the month? Like, let's just dive in and get right to it. Um, and, and you have created this company, Take My Face Off, that really is about sustainable and sustainability, correct? Yeah, it is. And, you know, I'm one of those people who who cares about the planet, but the issue felt so overwhelming to me that I never really thought I could do anything about it except for various types of purchases. And I did not start this out as an environmental enterprise because again, it had not occurred to me I could do anything. I was really mad at washcloths. I was like, why are people spending so much money and time on their skin and then wiping things off with rough terry cloth? I mean, it seemed like insanity to me. And so I started it off as a a search for something better and then kind of started looking at the beauty industry more closely and, and realizing that this could be a replacement also for disposables and then it turned into this crazy mission. And I got so, um, it was such an incredible feeling to be able to dive into something I cared about and to feel like I could actually do something that helps and then diving into every aspect of, you know, packaging and distribution and everything. And like how, what's the environmental, environmental impact of all of this, that it turned it from a fun, cool thing into kind of a calling, you know? Yeah. And um, so I'm, I guess this is what I do now for the rest of my life forever. I, 
and, and now I mean, now you are a legit entrepreneur. So congratulations. Um, you know, you said something before, which I think so many people can relate with, which is I want to do good for the planet, but man, it seems so overwhelming. Um, I yeah. live in an apartment complex. There's a young girl, God bless her in my building who wanted to start composting. I don't know if you've ever been to New York city. Um, they do compost. In theory, it's a great idea, but we have these things called rats that make it very, yeah. very difficult to do, you know, mm -hmm. in mass. Mm -hmm. it, it's it's tough. And so sometimes I think about like, you know, and of course we recycle the paper, I recycle my cans. I don't really know if that is doing much of anything. I've heard sort of both ways that it's not like, oh my God, I'm recycling and now this is going to get totally re. I see the landfills, um, so I'm not That's trying to kid myself, but it does feel sometimes like it's overwhelming. And what can people do? Do you have any advice for yeah. people who are probably feeling that way? I do. And I also kind of have a way to think about the recycling, composting, trash issue. Here's here's what I was talking to some relatives recently who are kind of like, come on, this is ridiculous. And, and yes, there are tons of facts about landfills and what's recyclable and what's not. Our world has gone from this insane system where everything needs to be made essentially of natural materials, right? And then we invented like plastics. And then we outsourced production to places where it was cheaper. So our world right. is suddenly awash and all these things that our planet doesn't really have a way of dealing with. And so kind of like as a society, we're trying to figure out how to go from a society where things were precious to now things are disposable. And we're right. kind of working out the kinks, but if we can all, if we're going to buy all this stuff, if we can train ourselves to get into these habits of recycling, sorting and stuff, um, the people on the other end are actually working very hard to make it so that there is somewhere for that stuff to go. So it's like, we're all kind of part of a big system. We're all training ourselves as scientists, the people, whatever. But um, I was going to say more simply, more simply than thinking about your recycling or composting, there's one golden rule that is is always true, has been true, will always be true, which is that the less you buy, the less bad impact you're having. Right. And so that means when you can pick something that is going to last years instead of months, if you can do that, if you're going to pick something that's gonna last days instead of minutes, do that. So for example, a plastic spoon that you put in your lunchbox every single day, every single day, keeping that plastic spoon is greener by far than using a disposable bamboo one every single day. Correct. I'm so glad yeah, you're bringing so that up because you hear about these like plastic purges um, that people are having. And sometimes it's like, you have to go and think, hey, guess what? If you actually just use that plastic in your house, um, mm -hmm. it, because once you do that purge, you're just adding to the problem. I'm really happy that you're going to kind of get all your bamboo and glass in and you're going to kind of eliminate plastic for your life. However, yeah. if you're just doing that to kind of do it and throwing away all that plastic, it's just creating more waste. It really is. And you know, if all the stuff from the beginning was glass and bamboo, well, that's great. But right. getting rid of the plastic to replace it with something else, that's something else. Even if it like, let's pretend it's some bamboo that actually came from an, a fabulous ethical bamboo source. Right. It still had to be manufactured transported, packaged, sold. There's still so much waste and pollution that goes into that supply chain that if we just skip it, <clears throat> right, it's much better. So whenever you can just reuse the same things by higher quality, keep it for a long time, that is always greener, no, ma no matter what material 
Michael were talking about, no matter, no matter anything, that is literally always like your golden rule of being green. Right. Well, I mean, I don't know if you've ever heard of Rent the Runway. Yes. Oh my okay. goodness. Absolutely. And I'm only saying it because you said you like this shirt. Um, so I obviously work and, and do a lot of stuff on camera. So I belong to Rent the Runway. And one mm -hmm. of the things that I loved about their business model is that it is really helping me and I think a lot of other women deal with fast fashion. Right. So we are consuming less because you are renting items to use. You use mm -hmm. them and then you send them back. Now I I'm not going to try to pretend that I can't imagine that that dry cleaning operation that they have going on is yeah, great. But, but however, fashion, you know, it's better than people who buy stuff. You know, my personal shopping habit for fashion has gone down tremendously. I mean, tremendously. You're absolutely right. No. And I mean, everything we do has some kind of impact. And yes, dry cleaning is not the greatest, but dry cleaning a single item over and over again is vastly better than the process by which new things are completely created and then disposed of. And, and people have said the same thing to me. <clears throat> you know, what if, well, we have to wash a product if it's reasonable instead of throwing it away. The amount of soap, water, energy that goes into washing something is vastly lower than the energy required to create something. So again, it's complicated, but it's your golden rule. Anything you can do to to help things not, to help us not just like constantly create a new pile of things that has to be disposed of. And I absolutely love businesses like Rent the Runway. I mean, nothing makes me happier in the world than seeing super creative, super fun, super style filled businesses that give people delight without just like rely on, relying on the, the influx of constant new. They're also run by women. Sorry, had to say it. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, obviously, obviously. Gotta give us props where we can get them. <laughs> and you know what, to anybody who's saying, the middies are like this big. So, I mean, washing those really doesn't take uh, a, a whole lot of time and or energy. Um, I, I was also gonna say, you know what, I wanna just, before we kind of go into more of the beauty realm, you have to also do a little bit of homework when it comes to how things are marketing. So mm. I work in another life. Um, I, I used to work with in marketing and um, had with printers, um, you know, paper printers. And one of the most interesting things that I learned was that if you go into a store and you buy recycled printer paper, the carbon footprint is way worse than having bought just regular first run cut from the trees that were grown um, paper because of the chemical process that it takes and the amount of energy that it takes to break down that paper, um, process it from the pulp, dissolve it, and then bleach it mm -hmm. to get it back white. But you think, oh, I'm buying recycled paper. This is so much better for the, and it's not. So shame you on know, you. That's, that's kind of one of the things marketers. where I, I completely agree. And it is absolutely shame on the marketers. I, I, there's a special place and you know where for the people who kind of sell us this stuff. However, there is a flip side, which is that if we don't create a market for recycled stuff, the people who process it will never have an incentive to get better at it. And my right. hope is that if we keep finding ways to reuse all the things in the world, that they will develop better chemicals, better processes that are less harmful, and we'll get this thing going. Because you, you don't just, you know, have a magic wand and say, poof, here's your no impact paper. I mean, obviously, there are a lot of kinks to be worked out. Right. So I, I would hope that it's part of a long chain of like improvement that we're all doing with all these parts. But yeah, man.
And, you know, I want to believe that it is because I do believe now that the consumer having such a powerful voice um, and that there are so many people who really do care deeply about the environment um, and about saving us. Because let's be real, Mother Nature ain't going nowhere. She will be around a lot longer than we will. Mm -hmm. She's just going to wipe us off the face of the earth with this like global warming isn't killing the planet. We're killing ourselves. Then yeah, the planet exactly. will the planet has been around for um what is it billions of years. So the planet's gonna still be here long after we're gone, folks. So we're saving uh-huh. ourselves and everybody who's standing behind that. I'm great. But I do feel that like corporate responsibility, they're listening to us more. They are, but also, you know, they're not all heartless automatons running all the companies. Um, you know, since I started in the beauty industry, which I haven't been in it that long, but I have been really impressed by the types of changing conversations I've seen. If I go to conferences or whatever, and I see these people talking at the beginning, at the very beginning of this, I felt like there was kind of a lot of lip service. Well, we're investing in some recycled packaging, but I'm seeing those people, I'm seeing the same people coming to different conferences and I'm seeing their information level dramatically increase. They're getting smarter. They're caring more. They're starting to like really get how consumer goods companies are single-handedly kind of one of the worst people in the, you know, like one of the worst types of companies in the world for, for pollution and stuff. And so they're getting really creative and really intelligent about what they're doing. And they are humans and they, they are getting it and they're caring. And I would also say a little bit of that is because there is an influx of more women and maybe some younger people. So there's some some really good changes happening. And these days when I see a company rolling out their greener initiative, you know, five years ago, it wasn't really greener. These days, a lot of the, the things they're doing, well, that that really will make an impact. It's really fantastic. That's amazing. Is there any company that you feel like is really killing it right now before we kind of get into your fabulous company? Oh. That you're really impressed with? Well. Didn't need to be on the spot, but like if there's anybody that you're like, wow. You know, I really enjoy looking at a company like Rothy's. Okay. Because, um, so they're doing a lot of things that you kind of have to do to be in business, which is for them to be making a product and make money. Um, they're making it in China, which you can have some disagreement with that, but then they, they really are using recycled materials in really creative ways. And they really are making a superior product that works incredibly well. So I, I absolutely love that. Kind of like Rent the one, Runway, Rothy's is doing something that um, nobody had really done. They're doing it really well. Mm-hmm. And um, they've got a lot of smart pieces in place so that they can actually make money. They can actually spread this message of, hey, it can be fabulous and it can be green at the same time. So yeah. I, I really admire them. Also, Bite Toothpaste. I've been looking more closely at them lately. And I look at how they give us a new idea for consumer good. Like this, it's it's a habit. You do it every night. It's really hard to change habits. So they're giving us something that we have to change a habit at a time of day when we're tired. But they're putting it in fun, gorgeous package and they're selling the message and the information so well that you might actually stop, even though it's late at night and you're tired and go like, okay, what is this? And how am I going to use it and change that habit? And then ultimately drip by drip, you know, toothpaste tube by toothpaste tube kind of have a big impact. Oh, so wait, I'm sorry. What were they doing? I'm actually going to just um, bite toothpaste. They are. Is this company I've been looking at lately where they have little toothpaste tablets that they oh, sell yes, in glass course. bottles. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the mouthwash like the deodorant too. Dispenser, the mouthwash, the tooth whitening gel, the just uh, the deodorant, the gorgeous aluminum deodorant uh, container, and that's 
that's fabulous, you know? And everything is kind of meant to be reusable. I love that. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. especially with beauty packaging, um, I see a lot of that now with like lipstick companies. So like a lot of the, even luxury companies, so Valentino now, Mm -hmm. uh, a refillable lipstick. And it's like, thank thank God. Like, why do I need to just toss this? Mm -hmm. Send me the thing to put back in. So I'm I'm glad to see that. Let's talk about middies um and and take my face off and so you said before that you started this because you hated washcloths and then it kind of took on a um you know the benefit of having this sort of earth friendly uh benefit to it um but so let talk to me a little bit about that process you hated washcloths and what well I, I had had weird skin, not sensitive skin, but weird skin. And so I was always kind of trying to figure out, I'm a skincare fanatic. Okay. And one of my friends who's always like five steps ahead of me had told me about the oil cleansing method. And I said, I've got oily skin mm-hmm. that would never work. She's like, no, trust me, it is amazing. And so I got started. And once I started doing oil cleansing, I absolutely loved it. But I had to use a lot of washcloths, a clean one morning and night. And I didn't have a massive stash of them. And I kept wanting to buy more, but I kept thinking, well, but I hate the ones I have, so I should find something better. And I couldn't, I couldn't find anything better. And then eventually, uh, I'm also a performing musician. I was driving home super late from a concert one night, and I, I didn't, I realized, oh my gosh, I haven't done laundry. I don't have any clean washcloths. And it just hit me: how hard can this be to find a fabric that's better than terry cloth? I mean, really, that, that cannot be rocket science. So I got started and had tiny children, and I would just park them in front of the cartoons and, and order a million fabrics and then cut them into squares and then just put soap and water and be like, okay, how does this one work? You know? And in the end, I discovered a ton of fabrics that were so much better than terry cloth, but then some, I was like, okay, let's take it up a level. Let's see which ones uh, make up. Does it wash out or not? Can it take bleach? Yeah. Um, can it take the dryer? What happens here? And I wound up with this super fancy, expensive Korean baby blanket plush. It looks like a lot of other plushes, but this one is fancy. And it just, you couldn't kill it. You you could not kill it. I mean, almost any makeup came out. It could take bleach. It was, I literally have, I should grab them and keep them around, uh, testers that are like six years old that my children now use to clean their faces. And they're still totally usable. Six years later of grime, yeah. and bleach and makeup. So I, I fell in love with this. And, and then so the next step was, well, okay, what? how do you improve on a washcloth? What's the competition? How would you, what is this? So I started looking around and that's when I started looking at wipes and cotton balls. I mm-hmm. was not a wipes user because they make my skin break out and they make my eyes burn. And I did not realize how prevalent they were at that time. And looking into them, I was freaking out. I mean, they're the fastest growing uh, cause of shoreline pollution. They're just, if, oh, Wait. okay, by the way, if a company tells you there's a green wipe, any, any company that tells you their wipe or their, their like disposable face mask or eye patch or anything is green, that's not possible. It's literally not possible. Why? Do you know why? Yeah, a lot of reasons why. So first off, it's um basically if it's a disposable, well, there's a massive supply chain that's that's supporting that. Just tons of pollution just inherent in making something. More importantly, it's it's almost impossible to make a wipe out of something that would actually break down. So when they say contains bamboo, mm-hmm. and it contains like that much bamboo. Or compostable. It's not really compostable. It's only it's a kind of plastic that will break down in an industrial compost facility, not in your home compost pile. But more right. importantly, the packaging, the packaging is this big plastic thing that's totally not recyclable. You're basically transporting a pile of fiber and liquid. The liquid could, could come from your tap. You don't need to, to spend all the gas and energy transporting that. And it needs massive amounts of preservatives because fiber that's damp 
is an, a perfect place for germs for to mold, grow. Right. And mold and, and, and they're just, yeah. so there, there's no, there's no really non-toxic wipe. There's no green wipe. I mean, even if it were made of like some kind of perfectly break of downable, uh, uh, fiber inside still there's to the package and then there's just the whole supply chain to make it and bring it to you. So there I mean, you know, I want to, I want to jump in there really quickly because, um, not to be gross, but I sit on the board of my apartment complex and you don't know how many times we have to say, do not use the flushable wipes because they're not flushable. Right. So New York piping just can't support it. It just Absolutely can't. Not. And, and people are like, yeah. No. So yeah, but these okay. horrible tales of fat bergs that build up in sewers. Oh. It's, it's really, it's revolting and it's primarily wipes. Yeah. And you know, there's, there's no federal requirement for wipes companies to actually list what's in those. So right. they can pretty much say whatever they want on the package. They can say green, they can say compostable. It doesn't have to be true. Right. So now, anyway, like, that's all bad. I mean, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I don't, I'm not, I don't have kids too. So like, I'm not like a baby wipe user. I mean, so for the mothers out there, God bless you, whatever it takes for you to get your child. Oh, I, yeah. I, I'm but, totally but think, into the, like, the, you, you, things have to work for your life. And I'm, I'm kind of embarrassed to say I used a ton of wipes when my kids were babies. And I would yeah. never tell a person who's just trying to get through a part of life not to use something that makes their life a lot easier. But I'm talking about people who are like late at night removing their makeup. With it's like not any things. harder for us. Yeah, it's no. not any harder for us to grab something reusable than it is for us to grab a wipe. But in that situation, it's totally, you, you can change that. I've never found a wipe that works, to be honest. Um, well, so, you know, think about it. They're basically, it's like your soap is there. You're putting soap on your face and you're not rinsing it off. Right. Wipes are our best case scenario made to kind of break down some makeup. They're not really made to wipe it off. There's also tons of buffers in there that make it feel softer, which also makes it harder for it to pull the makeup from your skin. So it's, it's almost impossible for them to make a wipe that is the cleanser part and the rinsing and removing part because it's just uh, what they're making it from. It's not feasible. It's not good. Um, if anybody's listening right now and you're not watching, you didn't get to just see Amanda remove her ear pods. That is why the audio might've changed. I don't want people to be like, what's wrong? What's going on? Um, it's fine. I, you I still really sound apologize. great. And, and, and I don't, are you kidding? Everything technologically for me this week is breaking down. My internet keeps going out. I'm like, what's going on? But you told me Metro Mercury's out of retrograde, but I don't believe them. Something is like just wrong this week. It's terrible. Something is going on this week. I know it's really, been really, really weird. Um, okay. But one last thing before we kind of, again, I keep saying this, dig in. I'm going to admit hands raised right here. I am a cotton pad user forever to remove my um, I make up at night. And when I went on your site and did a little research, I had no idea how bad cotton pads were and how dangerous well, you can't be blamed because basically the industry hasn't given us an alternative and that's all they give us. And why would it ever occur to you that they're terrible since that's just like the staple, that's what we use, you know, so hardly your fault. And I was shocked. I just assumed that any kind of natural fiber had to be better than anything else. And then I started looking around because I, I noticed that my product worked vastly better than cotton balls. And so I'm a geek and I had to like look into why, what's up with the fibers? How do they function? I looked at things in microscopes, you name it. And as I was looking closer at cotton, I was really depressed to find out that, I mean, estimates vary, but about a quarter of the world's entire, entire use of pesticides goes to cotton production. And the pesticides they use on cotton are the nastiest, the worst, the longest lasting, the most stubborn 
like it stays uh, when it rinses, rinses off and winds up in the water supply, it stays that nasty chemical. It doesn't break down. It harms the people who pick it. It even stays in the cotton itself. So if you're yes. like buying a pair of jeans and then you wash it, at least you're getting it away from the jeans before you wear it. But when you have a cotton ball and you're putting it on your eye, you can't wash the pesticides off first. So not only is it bad for the environment, there's a lot of reasons that cotton production is just not cool. It's also not so great for you. And it's not right. that we shouldn't like use cotton. It's, it's a fabulous fiber that's useful for so many things, but maybe we shouldn't be producing such cheap cotton for disposables. Maybe that is, maybe, maybe that use should be diverted to something else. I mean, which is so, so brilliant. And now enter the MIDI, which you uh, have become like super famous for. It's in every magazine. All the celebs are using it. You were talking about before you were like, okay, I know I don't want a washcloth. You found this super plush, lush, fabulous Korean baby blanket fiber that you were like, it, it, it holds up to bleach. It holds up to makeup removal. But what made it go from that to the now famous midi? Well, so I have this fabric that I in, but here's the embarrassing part. If I put it on my skin with cleanser and I moved my hand, my hand would move and the, the fabric would kind of like stay there. I had to kind of pinch it between fingers to keep it moving. So then I started thinking, well, maybe it needs to be a mitt, but mitts are super ugly. And so I was working on this forever. And I finally came up with this idea of having a droplet shape that would have, a, and we're actually patent pending, a, a pointy tip that you could use for the, the lash line because this fabric is magical at grabbing grime and then it could really get in there. And then a rounded part that it didn't matter how big your hand was because some of my testers had massive hands, some of them had tiny hands. With this, with this droplet shape, you can put like three fingers in, you can right. put two fingers in, four fingers, depending on the size of your hand. And so I'm not worried about size. It doesn't rip, it stays together longer. And then this pointy tip, instead of having like a loop where you hang it up to dry, you just hang it up by this tip, which never breaks off and also is useful. So I'm kind of in love with all the yeah. different useful parts. And then um, I had all these clothing factories that I was trying to work with. And they just kept telling me, you're never gonna be able to make that for a reasonable amount of money. This fabric is too slippery. It's too hard to sew. Mm. You're gonna have to produce, you know, 10 to get five usable ones that'll just and so then I came up with a new way of like making patterns then I came up with a way I, I bought I'm, I'm very determined I bought my <laughs> own industrial sewing machine and, and learned how to use it and adjust it and there was a special way and we we do this and and then I got mad at the cutting factory because they kept giving me bad batches and so that I invented a new way to cut it so I'm like I'm super super invested in this entire process of how we make it and and every step along the way somebody made me mad and yeah. they told me I couldn't or they told me it would cost too much and so I was like well I'm going to show you and then as I got really into it and learned how I found opportunities for making it greener by reducing our error rate reducing the amount of fabric we needed reducing taking all like my my cutting process is hand powered and it's safer for the workers so all these things i did i was like there's just so much room for opportunity um in these little ways to make it better for the workers to make it safer to make it cost less and so i, I kind of love this whole process and i'm really into like every little thing about the midi i've done you know my big old deep dive into why would i pick this package why would i why would i sell it here why would i do this and it's it's all for very specific reasons but it's because i just want to deliver like i want to know that on my end i'm doing everything i can to make it as green as possible so that that person i sell it to 
doesn't have to think just like, Hey, this is the best greenest, most delightful thing I could give you, but you don't have to think about that. Just use it, enjoy it, enjoy what it does for your skin and your routine. Now I found about this from one of my best girlfriends who is absolutely obsessed with these. Um, and you know, full disclosure, I haven't tried it yet. There's one on the way here. I'm dying to try it. Um, can you tell us, is there a right and wrong way to use these? Like, are you supposed to use it with face, um, face wash with eye makeup remover? That's a good question. Um, so anything that you would have used a washcloth for okay. or a cotton ball, well, or a wipe, you know, kind of, you can use a midi for it instead. So there's no really wrong way. I'm not a big fan of all those products that say microfiber cloth, just add water and rub. I think that's terrible for skin. So right. I will say that I know some people who use minis that way and they say it's fantastic. Fine. You don't necessarily have my blessing because I think we need cleansers. We need surfactants. We need things to buffer that process. We don't want to be yanking our skin around. However, some people use that way. My favorite is I will take a cleanser. I'll dampen a midi. I'll put the cleanser right on there. Okay. And then I will just massage it around my skin. Every night I use one of these right here. I've got a lot of sizes and colors, but I everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. Then I rinse this and then I take that same surface and I wipe it and I turn it to the clean side. Mm -hmm. I do another wipe and then I go in here and do the eye makeup. Um, and then I'm done. Other people use a smaller one just for eye makeup that maybe they'll use uh, each side for each eye. So they're careful right. not to accidentally spread germs. It's great with eye makeup remover. My cellar water is fabulous. And then toner. One of my favorite things about this fabric, one of the reasons I picked it is because it actually, it distributes the liquid more evenly throughout the fabric. So instead okay. of like cotton, cotton is, cotton is not good at clean, cleaning. Cotton is not good at distributing. It just takes your liquid and it hogs it. Hogs it. It's like, okay, you know, and if you're doing something expensive, it's like, okay, there goes a ton of money to literally down the drain. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So mine, it will take the liquid and it doesn't take as much of it. And then it spreads it around the fabric. So what happens is you're using less of the liquid and more of it's doing work. More of it is on your skin, which actually means less tugging, less rubbing, less abrasion. So been less on the liquid, more benefit on the skin side. And then the whole process also kind of winds up being faster again, because more of the liquid's doing work. You don't have to do as many passes. So it's a much right. less abrasive, much less tugging method of washing your face. I love that. Um, and, and and again, so you can use these, then do you just rinse them out and hang them to dry? Or are you supposed to wash them? Um, it's whatever you want. You know, and one of the beauty editors in New York is kind of famous to me. She's famous. I mean, she's famous to everybody, but to me, she's famous because she's super proud of only owning one. She owns a tiny little black one. And that is her morning skincare. That's her nighttime skincare. Then she washes it out with hand soap or shampoo. And then she hangs it up by that pointy detailer tip to dry on a little hook and because on purpose this is thin i made it thin so that it would dry out faster right and then by nighttime it's ready for her to use again but i i mean i have a million and i just toss them in the laundry and i stick them in with whatever and it doesn't matter because you know i'm in a house with kids and so it's just easier for us to have a lot of them sure absolutely and i bet they're great for like any anything I, they're actually, I hear they're like great for, this is crazy, motorcycles, folks, oh. uh, pet ears, plant leaf cleaning, anything where you wanted something small, delicate, maneuverable. Oh, it's fantastic. Plant leaf cleaning. I am not a mother, but I'm a plant mama. And, you know, they get their bath like once every couple of weeks. My husband's like, what do you think? You know what? I'm a jerk. I use a paper towel. Well, again, not anymore. I'm really trying. Uses. I'm trying. Well, listen, I'm telling people out there, it's okay. I'm, 
I'm I'm aware of this. I've really tried to cut down on my paper towel usage. I bought a lot of hand towels that we we use here and and, and kind of put through the wash. Um, but yeah, the plants but, they but get. Of you're but, not a jerk. Nobody's a jerk for just using the things that like stores tell them they're supposed to buy. It's kind of a bummer that we all have to take the initiative and say, "Hey, hey, yeah. consumer goods companies, these things are not cool." I mean, I'm glad we are, but nobody who's ever thinking about that should ever guilt themselves because I mean, there's a lot of stuff to do in life. You can't you can't think about every single purchase that hard. You don't have time. No, are you kidding me though? Like Spike, Baby Spike, and Big Spike. Those are my three plants. Are gonna <laughs> love. A midi, like how much more would you like that, guys? Yes, I talked to them. They would like it. They're, they're, they're I can see. They all look. They all just perked up a little bit because who wants a rough paper towel wiping your leaves off? Nobody. Um, that's great. But yeah, other uses for it. And I bet getting like into like for crazy people, like if you're have something that you need to get your like finger into like a corner of something to mm-hmm. dust or. Mm-hmm. Makeup artists love them for cleaning makeup brushes. So these fibers, the reason it's so great is because, because I'm a geek and I've looked at it under a microscope, each one of the fibers is long and thin and consistent. When I compare it to like cheap plush, their fibers are like these crazy gnarled tree branches, cotton even more so, like very irregular. The fibers of my fabric are more cylindrical, more consistent. So they're tiny, 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 and they they grab the stuff, but then when you get it into the wash, they release, because there aren't as many nooks and crevices of, of breakage, they release the stuff back into the laundry easily. So the tininess helps them get into every nook and cranny of a plant leaf or your face. Right. And then the smoothness makes them less abrasive and makes them more stain releasing in the wash. And also the fibers are less likely to break off, which then would cause the product to just break down with time. You know? So, okay. So one of these, you can basically, if you're using this to remove your makeup for your skincare at night, one really could suffice. How long do they last? Do you know, you said you have had some forever. They don't die until my dog chews on them. Ah, got it. Okay. I, I'm not kidding. Um, I have had a couple of makeup artists who love to do special effects makeup. And they said that once they were using industrial solvents a lot on them, they started changing their color a bit. But practically everybody I've ever even, I want to start a MIDI recycling program because um, actually, so we're made of polyester because it lasts so long, but polyester is actually highly recyclable. Kind of like okay. those raw tissues I was telling you about. There's there's all sorts of great ways to do things with those types of fibers. Um, and I was going to start a mini recycling program, except nobody ever seems to need to give them up. So I will Got get it. around to it eventually. I'm sure they will die. But um, <laughs> you you I have I use the testers from six years ago. You know, it's it's kind of like it's kind of like think of having a really excellent wardrobe of fabulous socks that never wear up. It's nice to have some more. That's amazing variety, but you don't have to get rid of them. I love that. I love that. And you have them in different sizes now too, correct? I do um, because people like different things. We've got one that kind of goes on the whole hand that's more for body and they all right. have that pointy tip. My favorite really is this one that kind of goes on three or four fingers. I find okay. this the most convenient. Um, and then a lot of people love the tiny ones. We've yeah. got black, we've got white, we've got the little, you know? And then yeah. my super fun one is... We did a collaboration with my favorite lip artist, Vlada Haggerty. Which is Columbia's so astonishing cute. Lip portraits. Yeah. So we did this with her and it's shaped like lips and it, it you know, it goes on two fingers, but then we, as always, we have the pointy tip on the end so you can do touch-ups, but it's, it's because lip stain is hard to get off and lip skin is delicate. So this winds up being much gentler and much quicker. Oh, I absolutely love it. I want to thank you so much for being on um, to talk about this. What do you think is next for you? Do you have anything else coming up that you can share with us? 
Um, I'm really excited by all these companies out there that are doing some really cool things uh, with taking the water out of formulations. Mm. You know, like all those hand soaps mm-hmm. that are tablets or things that are powders, kind of like by toothpaste is having the tablets of toothpaste instead of a tube. So I've been working on some fun things because I think that's just an amazing, like an amazing area in general. Like you could have a, a formula that stays fresher longer that comes in a different super fun container and that takes so much less energy to make and to transport. So it's a win-win for everybody. I'm working on that. Have, have you heard of Opulus Beauty on that? No. Okay. Opulus Beauty is very interesting. He, um, the creator, it, it, it is like a, a luxe beauty tool, but basically the skincare, it, it comes with a, um, I'm going to call it a heating mixer, but the skincare, it has no water in it. So it's all like ceramide and actives. Mm. And then he has a retinol and it's like these little, um, they almost look like gumdrops. Okay. And you put them in this machine and it heats and it blends them, which is very, very, I mean, you talk about like, it's like probably like the the same thing as like having like a baby wipe warmer. I only know this because when I was like, I bought one for a friend once. And she was like, I'm sorry, I have to return this. And I was like, why? That seems so nice. She's like, because I don't want to be, I don't want my baby's butt to get so used to a nice warm wipe that if I pull out a cold wipe, it's going to be screaming. And I was like, oh my God, I never thought of that. Well, once I started using warm product on my face at night, I was like, oh. It's freshly mixed. It would be so much more active. It is. So it's more active. I mean, it's not cheap. But it's a great way. It was actually created at, he's got this regimen so you can introduce retinol without any irritation. I'm going to try to get him on the show because the product mm. is, is, is brilliant. Um, I, love yes, less water. I love these types of, I mean, it's hard for the consumer to totally change, but I love it when somebody introduces something totally different and says, yeah. hey, this is going to be better for so many reasons. That's just so exciting. It is exciting. And now that you've made a good point, it's like, you're not paying to transport all that water. Mm-hmm. Oh, Amanda, this is so incredible. If people want to know more about you, if you want to know more about Take My Face Off, or if they're ready to go and get their very own MIDI, where should they go? The easiest ways are to go to takemyfaceoff.com or you can find us on Amazon. Wonderful. And listen, I just want to say, if you have time, go look at the blog on Take My Face Off. There's a lot of great information there that like it blew my mind with cotton. You think cotton, the fabric of our lives. Well, maybe it shouldn't be. Uh, Maybe only for the long-lasting items. Let, let it be the fabric of your life for the things that you, those excellent jeans. That for denim. You there know? you go. The fabric that covers your ass. Got it. Okay. But yes. not that, That's not wiping the day off. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Thank you so much for being on with us today. My absolute pleasure. Thank you. You're a delight. Oh, you are a delight. Thank you. If you guys want me at home to pass on any questions to Amanda or her team, you know, I'm always happy to do so. You can email me at our at hello at rbpodcast.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and right here on YouTube at Art Beauty Podcast. And as always, we will see you next Tuesday. Bye. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.